Welcome back to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast. The mission of this podcast is to bring you education, inspiration, and empowerment through relatable conversations, empowering information, and self-care, self-healing practices. I am joined today with Dr. Hitu Jagesser. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Raven. We're going to be talking about how to heal from trauma through breath work and the programs and art of living that, that she has founded. Dr. Jagesser is a rare combination of a committed scientist, social activist, teacher of yoga and meditation, and the president of Art of Living Canada. Early on in her profession, she chose to abandon comfort and prestige to dedicate herself to humanitarian service with an aim of bringing comfort, solace, and healing to those in need. With her PhD in surgical research from McGill University and a keen interest in meditation and yoga, she pursued an interest in alternative forms of healing. Kitu was particularly drawn to the powerful techniques offered by the art of living. She has since become an acclaimed international teacher for the Art of Living Foundation. She brings over 20 years of experience with meditation, yoga, mindfulness programs, and has taught global leaders, government officials, veterans, healthcare professionals, and more. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's so impressive and amazing. She brings her strong yet calm presence to aid with peace building and conflict resolution in war zones. Her passion as a yogi is palpable in her classes and her commitment to serving the world is an inspiration to those who connect with her. And I'm so excited to dive deep and connect with her. So tell us more about everything I just read through. That's so amazing. Yeah, so my, my journeys with the Art of Living Foundation started uh, over 20, it's about 22 years now with me looking for some ways to handle stress and disturbances in my own mind, in my own life. Mm. And uh, I stumbled on, on the art of living and that was it. You know, I took the initial workshop, learned one of the cornerstone breathing techniques that are taught in the workshop called the Sudarshan Kriya or the acronym is SKY, the SKY breath. Mm. And uh, the transformation that I experienced was so uh, immediate and, you know, night and day difference from what I, what I was going through. And within one day of practicing these techniques, everything had shifted for me. So that's it. So I knew I had to take this further, bring this to as many people as possible. And that's how it all began for me. Now, where did you find the Art of Living Foundation? When I did the workshop, it was in Montreal, Canada. But we're a global organization, so we're in over 156 countries. So you started as a participant in helping you to heal, and then now you are the president. Yeah, I know. I did a lot of traveling and teaching (laughs) in many parts of Africa. And uh, right now I'm rooted in Western Canada for the time being. Oh, wow. That's so incredible. And I think that's it was something I wanted to kind of ask a little bit about with the current affairs of what's going on in Ukraine, you having experience in war zones. I was listening to something the other day and it talking about she was trying to 
to a refugee who was trying to get out. She was actually a foreign exchange student and she was crammed up against this fence. And she's like, she thought she was going to die because she couldn't breathe just trying to leave. And so many stories of this, plus all of their other horrific things happening is causing, is going to be a huge wave of emotional trauma. She's like, she hasn't, even when she was being interviewed, she really didn't quite like palpably understand the trauma that she went through. And then kind of having these nightmares, like takes a while for our psyche to process this. Correct. Can you speak on that? Yeah. So we're already starting to, I mean, our foundation and its sister organization, the International Association for Human Values in Europe is already coming to help, is helping the refugees that are crossing over, particularly into Poland, Germany, Romania. And we're offering workshops, we're providing shelter in the immediate needs, of course, because without that, nothing else, you know, in that at this time, what we need is immediate supplies and, you know, basic needs. And then we're also providing trauma relief workshops. So using the breath work and meditation techniques that we, we teach. So the work is already happening over there. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, I, that also brings me back to the point of trauma kind of relates to PTSD and you may be experiencing PTSD right now. If you've left an abusive relationship, experienced any type of domestic violence, and you're not even sure what you're experiencing, it could be panic attacks, it could be nightmares, things like that. Does this work, this breath work? How does that help with that? Yeah. So we do have specialized programs for PTSD, the specialized programs that we have customized for veterans, first responders. And I have taught those firsthand as well in uh, conflict areas in Central Africa. So this particular technique called the sky breath or Sudarshan Kriya, in in Sanskrit it stands for Sudarshan Kriya, uses rhythms of the breath to evacuate the emotional trauma or that is stored in the nervous system, in the cellular system. And uh, the, the benefits are tremendous, you know, and it's, a, it's very simple to do. Some preparation required, some other breathing techniques are taught, and then the sky breath is taught. And then there's regular uh, follow-ups given. The, the thing about this technique is that it empowers you because once you've learned it, you have a tool that you can use on your own. Just takes about 20 minutes a day. And you sit, you do the breathing and immediately it settles the mind down. And how this works is because we know in the science of yoga and now in, you know, in, in scientific research supports all of that, we know that there is a correlation between your emotions and the patterns in your breath, the rhythms in your breath. This has been known in the system of yoga for millennia. The science is now demonstrating, yes, in fact, this is true. They're finally catching up, huh? Catching up. (laughs) When you're feeling sad, your breathing pattern is different. It's heavy. There's more emphasis on exhalation. When you're anxious, it's a very superficial, fast breathing. When you're, there's fear, it stops. 
you know, for a moment, there's the, the, the breath stops. When there is, when you're happy, your breath is long and deep. So every emotion has a corresponding rhythm in the breath. Now it's very hard to handle the emotion or the mind at the level of the mind because it's so intangible. You know, you can read books, you can try to convince yourself that you shouldn't be feeling a certain way, but it doesn't work, right? So you need something concrete and tangible to handle your own mind. And that's where the breath comes in. And this is what we teach. That's so powerful. You're right. Like I'm thinking back to all those experiences and times and even moments where I would hold my breath. Like yes. I was afraid of confrontation. I was afraid to say what I should say, right? To my significant other who was in that, when I was in the narcissist abusive relationship. And there's a lot of body stuff that tells you like, you need to run. But for some reason, your brain's like, no, he, you know, you justify all these things. But you're right, like your breath, your breath is your thermometer for where you are emotionally in your health life. And to, to vacate, to clean out all the, the chatter, the noise in mm. the mind, right? You I need like that to word. I like that word. That's and a very noise. powerful word, vacate. Like, because you don't yeah. want all that stuff in your You don't want mind. that stuff because you're not able to think clearly. You're not able to take proper decisions for yourself. Right? When you're in relationships like that, often that happens. There's so much emotional stuff that the mind gets clouded and you're second guessing yourself. You're not able to see things clearly. You're not able to move forward. You remain stuck in that for a long time because there's so much going on in the head. So how to come out of that? You need to cut through that. You need to, to have certain tools to access your own depth, to access the power within. Because you have that. Everybody has that. And you are the source of that power. You are the source of that joy, the peace, the freedom that you're looking for. You are the source. It's not going to come from outside. And how do you access that? You need to go inward. And how do you do that? Through breathing, meditation, yoga, all of that. Absolutely. That's one of the things that comes to my mind every time I don't know what to tell somebody, like to try and console them if they've DM'd me, like, I can't move forward, I can't go on. I'm always like, just breathe. Just be grateful for your breath and just breathe. I don't know if that's a good immediate response. But. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pause. But it's, you know, you need to learn. You need to learn how to self regulate. Mm -hmm. To, to gain mastery over your own mind. And where is the origin emotion. of this sky breath? So it comes from the founder, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. He's the spiritual master. He's the founder. And all these tools come from him. The workshops come from him. And today this is like oh, acclaimed, you know, techniques that are being taught in, right from childhood in schools to the corporate level, everybody is learning these globally. Love that. Let's keep spreading the awareness of that. I haven't heard of Sky Breath. Now, my, my kids actually do a certain, there's like different apps, which probably is a spinoff of this, but they have different um, breathings. I think it's like Yeti breathing. And there's another one where they do calm classroom. Yeah, yeah, breathing, but in the, in the tradition of yoga, which is yeah. where this comes from, you know, there are thousands of 
pranayams, they're called pranayams, breathing techniques that regulate the energy level in your system, life force in your system. And then Sudarshan Kriya or the sky breath is unique to the art of living. Yeah. Mm, love that. And when was it um, founded? Or- 81. So yesterday actually we celebrated our 40 years. Yeah, oh. We're celebrating our 40 years in existence. 40 Amen. years of service to humanity. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's incredible. Another question I wanted to ask you is to go back to your beginnings of when you first found the Art of Living Foundation, what were some of the things that you were working through emotionally? Depression, depression, the same thing everybody does, you know, like yeah. uncertainty, anxiety, depressed, depression, anger, because you don't know how to deal with your situation and uh, small things become too much to handle and you erupt. You know, and then it becomes difficult in your day-to-day functioning, day-to-day relationships. Yes, I can relate to that. Even um, even while you're healing or processing maybe the trauma you've experienced or processing the abuse, you can't, you start to take it out on others around you, close to you, because you don't know how to process. So that this is a beautiful channel. So you're not taking it out on anyone else and really evacuating i love that vacating dissolve, it out you know, for for lack of a better expression how do you dissolve negative emotions we all go through them we all experience them but we've never really been taught ever neither at school nor at home how to dissolve our negative emotions when anger comes what do you do when you know frustration comes what do you do when jealousy comes what do you do so we sit a few minutes breathing techniques and the mind comes back into the present moment and that is where life is happening. That is where happiness is. You feel anger, just notice you're stuck somewhere. You're either angry about the past, some event from the past, or something that you want that you're not getting, or it could be anger about affection that you're not getting. No, you're stuck. When you're, when you're fearful or anxious about something, the mind is stuck in the future. The event hasn't happened but you're stuck there in the future. So you're missing out on on life as it is right now. And for that, you need a calm to access, to be fulfilled in in your life, to to thrive in your life. You need to have these tools to live fully in the present moment and to have the tools to deal with the challenges in life. The, The life will throw challenges. This is the nature. You like it or you don't like it, you're going to face difficulties, you're going to face insurmountable issues, problems. But how you handle yourself in those situations, that is the skill that needs to be acquired. And that's where yoga comes, you know, meditation comes and all of that. It gives you the skill to live fully in the present moment and to get rid of, dissolve all of the, that noise, that negativity. I 100% agree with you. I'm like nodding over here. I'm like, yes, guys, yes. And I'm frantically typing in my phone to try and find this beautiful quote I just posted on one of my YouTube shorts. It was a Thich Nhat Hanh quote. If we do not go back to ourselves in the present moment, we cannot be in touch with life. When you're focusing on the past and you're worrying about the future, you're missing life. 
what's right in front of you and that's the present and it small children they are very much in the present moment they live life fully even if they're angry upset it doesn't last long they're able to let go but we don't let go we hold on and that creates more and more impressions in the mind and that leads to further thought patterns emotional patterns that exacerbate you know it keeps repeating in your life because those impressions are so strong yeah so that's where sudarshan kriya comes in yeah because you start to hold on to grudges like you get to a certain age i don't know what age it is but you start to kind of hold grudges you start to be upset about what happened in the past and then you start to worry right there's i talk a lot about human design and in your spleen there's all these different gates you know and if you have them defined and you're not being careful and aware of your presence then you start to tap into those specific fears you fear of perfection you fear of the future you you fear that life is worth nothing and all these different things start to really overwhelm your consciousness you you lose sight of how big you really are mm. and how powerful you really are because you're caught up in all of this noise in your own mind and you're giving you're paying attention to that right when you learn how not to pay attention to that noise to those you know the whatever concepts judgments whatever you have about either about others or about yourself then you're in a more silent space within you're more in touch with yourself you're more connected inside and that's where the power is to make the right decisions to be more intuitive to to move through whatever it is that you're facing yeah i was going to ask you that question how do you because a lot of people teach like get out of your mind and in your body to make the right choices but what would you say to someone who's asking like how do i know i'm making the right choice you you know this is it you know when do you know you're making the right decision if you observe your own mind in in a fraction of a minute it will change the thoughts will change your ideas will change and it will keep changing and this is what causes that confusion in you right how do i know whether this is the right thing this is not the right thing it's again you know i've said it a few times it's the noise and you're paying attention to the noise so to come out of that you need to step back you need to pull away you know for a few hours for a few days just pull away from all the um you know whether it is the 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 judgments or the people or the devices that you're you're plugged into con- constantly you know whatever it is that is stimulating the mind and causing more of the similar thought patterns to arise and you you need to pull away from that and experience some silence from within whether you do it through meditation whether you do it through breathing you know those are obviously the, the most powerful tools you have or simply by connecting with nature stepping away from all that for a few hours and just being more with nature other than with people around you mm-hmm. it will it will that withdrawal from all of that will allow you the space to reflect and introspect and gain some more clarity on okay what it is that i really want and then things can start moving but to stop that noise you need to take some concrete steps 
and that's where breathing, meditation, being in nature, even physical, like vigorous physical exercise can do that. If you feel that you are, you know, constantly thinking, thinking, overthinking and worrying, you know, some vigorous physical exercise can, you will notice the mind will stop. The chatter will stop for a few minutes, few hours. Then you can take, you pause from there, step back and look inside. These are all different ways to handle yourself. Yeah. yeah, I can say personally, I've experienced that where I have a lot that goes on in my head and it all swirling and to-do list and this person did this, this person did that. And when I do go out and run, like you said, it does stop. And then all of a sudden at the end of my run, it's like this light bulb goes off and I have this amazing clarity, like yeah. source just talked right to me and said exactly what I needed to, but probably would have not, it would have taken me a lot longer than if I went for like a 20 minute run to be able to receive that message. Yeah. yeah. I think breathing too has very helpful. The meditations with the breathing, I've, I've experienced that. I can say firsthand, you know, a lot of people are concerned and worried about this practice because, oh my gosh, like I can't sit quietly for 20 minutes and meditate. Like I'll go insane. What would you say to those who are panicking you about learn, that? You learn from a trained instructor. It's very, it, it's, it's, it's a normal um, reaction, you know, because you, your mind, it's like a monkey mind that you're trying to harness. You can't do it by yourself. That's, That's why you need to learn under a trained instructor who has mastered this, who is practicing this, who has experienced this firsthand. Anything. You want to perfect an instrument, you need a coach. You want to be good at sports, you need a coach. You want to be good at cooking, you need somebody who knows how to teach you. This Handling your own mind is even more complicated. You know, because it's, it's so, so abstract and so intangible and so you know, all over the place. So you do need somebody with the expertise to teach you, to guide you. Yeah. You will just be sitting there and more thoughts will be coming. <laughs> it's, so true. Take, it's take true. The classes. Take the classes, learn how to. Yeah. Especially for all of you who have, if you know your human design chart, your white will center is white. Um, you need, you need that guidance. And for those of you who have it defined, you have it within you, but the guidance is 100% advisable because you don't know what you're doing. You're not the expert. You got to find yeah. experts. Yeah. So tell us oh, more about the workshop. Um, the workshop. Mm -hmm. So we have several, but the entry level workshop is the, what we, the first where we teach the Sudarshan Kriya technique. It lasts about, it's a three day, right now everything is online, available online, two and a half hours each day over three days. Very simple, you get guided, you learn certain breathing techniques to prepare yourself for the Sudarshan Kriya, the sky breath. Mm. And uh, there's some interactive reflective processes that uh, allow you to introspect and see life from a different perspective you know, really question what it is that you're looking for and how to get there, how to handle one's own mind. Mm. Yeah. And then at the end of the workshop, you, you have a tool, toolkit of 20 minutes of practice a day. And then our instructors where you are, they, they have follow-up sessions on a weekly basis. So you get together once a week and you do the practice as a group. So there's like the support network that you have around. That's, and then that's there are advanced programs after that. Okay. I love the element two in there 
to, it's kind of like a reflection, like, where do you want your life to go? Almost like you're designing your life, which I think is key for all of those who maybe feel stuck. You, like she said, you have the power within you to find your path, to find your way out, to find your calm. So that reflection could be an extremely powerful and life transforming uh, experience for you to really visualize and see yourself safe, see yourself where you need to go, see yourself maybe with someone who actually truly loves you or who exactly you are versus who they're trying to mold you into. Yeah. But uh, I would would go a little bit further Mm -hmm. than that. I would say it allows you to find love to connect to the love that you are first Mm. and foremost you know we can go through life seeking love from relationships and we just move from one relationship to another we want approval from this person that person we want acknowledgement we want validation we want you know we're always seeking outside and that becomes a problem yep when you are so strong from within, you're so connected from within and in touch with the the magnanimity that you are, the love, the source, the peace that you are, then you radiate that. Then you're in a position to, wherever you go, you people feel that in your presence. So you're not coming from a place of lack. And as a consequence, you attract abundance. You're not seeking love, but you're there to give love. Mm, you're attracting true love. Yes. Which actually is yourself. You're just then, yes, radiating and attracting. Yes, absolutely. I want to say amen to that. I am 100% agree and support that. It is deeper. Yeah. This has been so enjoyable. Where can people find you and follow you? Yeah. So follow me on Instagram. My handle is Coach Hitu. And uh, you can connect with me on Facebook as well. But Instagram is easy. I look forward to hearing from people, seeing what it is that you you would like. I also often post my workshops there as well. The link to the workshops or the website? Yeah, artofliving.org. Yeah. So just tap the picture and just scroll up. And in the show notes, I'll put the link to her website so you can find um, a workshop date that works for you. Yeah. To transform your life. It sounds amazing. I appreciate your wisdom and your time. Thank you, Raven. I hope this has been helpful. I think it has. I, everything that you're saying is just that affirmation of what I would tell a teenager sitting next to me. I would tell my best friend sitting next to me who is, yeah, struggling. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Such a pleasure talking with you today. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review this podcast, and leave me a comment in the podchaser.com. Hey, and also if you really love this, take a screenshot of it, share it with a friend, and tag me at Raven Scott Show on your socials and your stories. And I'm so looking forward to connecting with you. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Sometimes you just gotta believe I'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need What you need We're broken, it's